You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. Now here at this uh, pool of Bethesda, when Jesus walked up there to that pool, you can readily see the man waiting there with five porches full of people. Yet Jesus only ministered to the one man. First it said he knew, Jesus knew, that the man had been in that case, in that condition for a long time. How did he know it? Well, now again, let me point out, folks said, well, he's the Son of God, and the Son of God knew everything. No, Jesus, when he came into this world, we read a number of scriptures that proved it, a number of different translations. He laid aside his mighty power and glory. He didn't know anything except what was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. There are 19 recorded instances. Now, like I said before, we think there are more very often because, you see, some of the same writer, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, record the same incident. Incidentally, this, this here at the Pool of Bethesda, John's the only one that records that. But many of them, like, for instance, the woman with the issue of blood, both Matthew, Mark, and Luke record the same incident, but you just count it once because it's only one person. And so there are 19 specific cases that are listed under the ministry of Jesus. Out of the 19 specific cases... The Word of God, Jesus Himself, speaks of the faith of the individual that made them whole. Now notice here, this man's faith didn't make him whole. Did you notice that? I said, did you notice that? This man here at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus didn't say thy faith. He said, rise, take up your bed and walk. See? Praise God. Like I, I use this illustration sometime, my wife and I went in to minister to a lady who's on the bed, doctors, uh, three different clinics, and said she's on her deathbed, we can't do anything. And we started to pray because ordinarily that's the way you do. You see, the Bible teaches laying on the hands. The Bible said to anoint with oil. The Bible said the prayer of faith to save the sick, doesn't it? I said, doesn't it? See? And so ordinarily you do that. Well, we started to do that when the word of the Lord came unto me saying, don't pray, don't lay hands on her, don't anoint her with oil, get up and stand up and say unto her, the Lord told me to tell you you're well, get up. I did, she did, the Lord did. Praise God. Well, now you see, you could do that because the Spirit said do it. Are you following me? But now I can't do that in everybody. Now what am I going to do? I've been to other places. I don't misunderstand me at all. I've been to other, other, into other rooms where folks were on the deathbed. I didn't get anything. I put up my spiritual antenna. I prayed. The Lord didn't say anything. Well, how are you going to help them? Well, there's only one way then. That's teach them the Word of God. Praise God. Show them what the Bible says about healing, about laying on hands. Get them to agree with you and believe with you and lay hands upon them. Now, some of them, that was the doctor said, this is, you know, this is terminal, this is deathbed, we can't do anything. And don't misunderstand me, thank God for good doctors. But they just done their best and that was it. And so some of them began to agree with you, began to believe with you, and were healed, raised up. Now, don't misunderstand me at all, there were others that died. Amen. But you see, that doesn't do away with the fact that the Bible's still true. See, that doesn't do away with the fact, praise God, the, the difference was that you just simply could get some of them to listen and some of them you couldn't. Doesn't mean they weren't Christians. Doesn't mean they weren't saved. Doesn't mean they weren't filled with the Spirit. 
See, some of them said, well, now, I just believe, though, when, if, if, well, that's the bad doubt. If or when the Lord gets ready, he's going to heal me. Well, I said, you see, the word of God said, according to God, according to the Bible, it's already yours. I, I taught him that, you see. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The scripture said, Matthew 8, 17. First Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes ye were healed. If we were, then I was. If I was, then I am. Hallelujah. Yeah, but I just believe good spirit-filled people don't misunderstand me. Wonderful folks. I just believe, though, when the Lord gets ready, he's going to heal me. Well, it wasn't a few days that he's dead. Thank God they went to heaven. Glory to God. Been shouting up and down the streets of gold ever since then. Praise the Lord. But I'm sorry they missed out down here what they should have got in on. But the other one, the same condition. As we gave the word to them, we didn't have that, that the manifestation of the Spirit. But can you minister? Oh, yes, yes. What, what can you do? Tell them what the word says. Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them. Hallelujah. How would you teach a little child a multiplication table? Amen. Praise God. Write it out on the blackboard. Give them a piece of paper or a book with it in it. Amen. Have them to repeat it. Have them to use it. Have them to say it over and over again. After a while, it registers on them. Amen. Isn't that right? Well, how are you going to teach people the word of God? Praise God. Write it out. Hallelujah. Now we've got tapes and cassettes and one thing or another. Get them to repeat it. Get them to say it. Amen. I've seen those folks right there. Yes, they're terminal cases, just, just like the rest of them. They're on what the doctor said is their deathbed. They've they got to die. We've done all we can do for them. There's no manifestation of the Spirit. The others said, well, no, yeah, when God gets ready, he'll heal me. They went ahead and died. These began to say, I see it. Praise God. Amen. Yeah, he took my infirmities. He bare my sicknesses. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. And a few days is up and out of bed and well. Glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, notice that Jesus' ministry, evidently one-third of it consisted of teaching. At least. I said at least. That might be good for any that may be ministers among us. Amen. Now notice what he said here. Let's go back there to that ninth chapter. That ninth chapter of Matthew. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So his ministry then consisted of teaching, preaching, healing, didn't it? Notice again that it is of significance that it does not put healing first. You know, I think that's where a lot of people miss it. They don't want to listen to anything. They just want to jump, jump in and be healed, put healing first. Are you listening? Amen. Amen. That was the difficulty that I had a lot of time with, with my members there. That's the reason it took me so long with some of them. It would take me six months sometime to get some of my church members healed. Good, good people don't misunderstand it. Saved people, filled with the Holy Ghost, lovely folk, lived holy, separated, consecrated, dedicated lives. Why did it take you so long? Well, it wasn't a matter that I'm so slow. It's just a matter that I had to change their thinking. It took me time to change their thinking. I've got to get them to think in line with God's Word. Well, now, what if you could not have gotten them to think in? Well, I did. So let's not get on what ifs. 
<laughs> Amen. Uh, of course, if they hadn't listened, I wouldn't have been able to help them. Now, let's look just a little bit. Why don't we look at some of these cases where the faith... See, now, we've been dealing on the side of manifestations of the Spirit and these things and how that happens. Now, let's look on this side. Twelve out of the 19 specific cases, Jesus mentions their faith. Your faith did it. So those cases were not manifestations of gifts of the Spirit, something that God initiated on his own. It was something that people received on their own. You see, God does initiate some things on his own. Thank God he does. But people can receive by faith on their own. So 12 out of the 19 specific cases were healed on their faith. Now that leads me to believe then 12 out of 19 and, and some of the other, the other seven, it infers their faith. But that leads me to believe then that, well, I, I mean, it is a flat statement. I mean, it is a fact that uh, the majority of the individuals that were healed on the ministry of Jesus were healed on their own faith. That makes me believe then. Now that is a statement of fact I just told you, you know. That makes me believe then that the majority of people that are going to be healed today, if we're going to do the works of Jesus, they're going to be healed the same way. Well, now then let's examine just a little bit uh, along this line. Let, 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 let's see some of these cases. Well, right here in this same ninth chapter of Matthew, we were there in the 35th verse. Let's back up there to the 27th verse. And let's read uh, uh, something here about the ministry of Jesus, the works of Jesus. And when Jesus departed thence, 27th verse, thence, that is from Jairus' house, where his daughter had been raised from the dead and healed, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Now stop reading in the 27th verse. They've cried and prayed and are still blind. And Jesus hadn't even answered. Didn't even turn around and talk to him. Well, if you're going to do the works that Jesus did, sometimes you're just going to have to walk along. Folks are hollering, not even say a word to them. Just go on. Did you ever stop thinking about that? I said, did you ever stop thinking about that? Yeah, Jesus didn't answer him. He just went on. There's reasons why you do sometimes. You understand me? Now then, look at the 28th verse. And when he was coming to the house, that's the house where he was going, the blind men came to him. They came into the house then. Now then Jesus said something to him. I want you to notice this. You see, he didn't have, now to that man at the pool of Bethesda, he didn't ask him anything other than, wilt thou be made whole? He said, sir, have no one put me in the water. Somebody gets into him. He said, rise, take up your bed and walk. The man immediately was healed, rose, took up his bed and walked. Now Jesus, notice, asked them a question. Believe ye. I want you to notice, in other words, in modern usage, you know, this is King James translation. In modern usage, in other words, he, he, he just simply said, what do you believe? You see, other when God may, as he sees fit, to initiate something on his own. And if he doesn't, you see, we're not left stranded. Thank God we have his word. 
but then what we believe is of utmost importance. Now, I've had people in the most desperate conditions, crippled people, paralytics, that said to me, well, if I'm supposed to believe anything, just forget it. I couldn't help them. See, if I'd had a manifestation of the Spirit, if God said minister to him, I could have ministered to him, but he didn't say. So I guess I had to walk off and leave him paralyzed. But I've seen the same people, sometimes in a matter of a few days, sometimes weeks, and sometimes years. Same people come back and listen to the teaching of the Word and become perfectly well. Become perfectly well. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagan. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagan, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. April 8th through the 10th, yeah. here on this campus, Rama College Weekend. Okay, yeah. You can go to rbdc.org slash trendsetters, register, get all kinds of information, everything that's going on. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.